there have been times where, say I'm like in a meeting, like a business meeting, mm-hmm. and I've had something pop into my head really quickly, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, I don't verbalize it. Mm-hmm. And five minutes later, somebody else in the room's pop, like says it out loud. And then I was like, that's such a great idea. And then I'm just sitting there going, basically, and that was my idea, but I just didn't say it. So how can it be my idea? Right. And then I'm also like, I didn't know that. Why didn't you say that? Like, right. Why didn't you say that? Like you knew that. Right. So that's a perfect example of what a psychic medium or intuitive kind of download is. So as as to take it further is what this is where a lot of mediums or intuitives or psychics even struggle with is because it's very obvious to them it's an idea that they already had or perceived from a person that they it confuses them because it seems obvious to them so this is like where i always say common sense ain't that common Mm -hmm. because i'm always like that just seems like obvious to me or that seems like yeah but i think that's being misused because what you perceive as common sense is based off of your own perception of something and common sense isn't really a thing it's like the same rule as saying well normal what's normal you know like what's weird even really so it's it's common sense isn't that common but how you're perceiving common sense is intuition and intuitive tapping isn't very common or people don't have an incredible awareness of intuition Um, but I would not associate intuition with common sense so through, I guess, my self-discovery, you're basically saying, oh, Amanda, not only are you have medium tendencies, shall we put it that way, mm-hmm. hey, sometimes you might have psychic tendencies. No, no, no. We talked about this before. No, no, no. No. Like crazy. Okay. Can you calm down for just like five seconds here? Take a sip, okay? Listen. Been like, oh. We're losing Amanda here, guys, okay? <laughs> she's going, she's spiraling. Help me out. Okay. So we've talked about this before. All mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. To be a medium, you are psychic. Yes, in the title, I'm a psychic medium. So I'm I'm saying it already, but most people associate the two in that way. To be a medium, you're psychic. Okay. The degree of psychic, though, is one thing. Like, I'm not predicting the future or saying that, like... But th- this riddle me this. In that meeting, you had that that quick download that you thought was your own thought. It wasn't, but you thought it was. And then someone else says it minutes later. And you perceived it as something that was your own perception, when in fact, you could have been perceiving the idea coming to fruition before it came out. Okay, that's a moment to think about. Mm-hmm. And so removing ego from the experience of being a medium is really important because... This wasn't my idea at the end of the day. No. So it wasn't... Well, obviously, I didn't say it out loud either, but it was more just that I, I've i had multiple... And there's this... You didn't want to necessarily claim as your own if it's not your own anyways. Right. But but a lot of people do do that. We're like, well, I thought of it first and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what the heck? Like, just be acting on something and having an idea of something are two very separate things and you know ideas exist everywhere in the universe everywhere constantly all the time not one idea belongs to one person anyway but an ability to perceive it as a possibility is a special skill as it applies to a situation and so removing yourself a little bit from that experience is really valuable 
Okay, but for me, like, it happens so quickly that it's, like, sometimes it's not until after the fact. And then mm. you're like, oh, wait a second. Or, oh, like, you need to honor it when it happens next time and go, huh, thanks, Spirit. I see that. Like, you just have to go, huh, that's a synchronicity. I think now recognizing or having the ability to recognize what it actually is mm-hmm. and not overthinking it on that, right? That's right. Just, like, letting that go. Yeah. See it and then let it be. Welcome to the Out There But Not podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Amy. Here you'll find no topic is off the table as we explore spirituality, the paranormal, and our connections with the other side. Hello, hello. Welcome. To, what are we doing? You can't, you have to, I can't just like take over. I like when you take us. I like when you say the whole thing. Oh, God. Hello, hello. Welcome to Out There But Not. Hi. Hi, Amanda. If you didn't do that last time. You guys, Amanda's pissing me off. She... <laughs> Today, day I'm just like, what? I, I... You know what? I feel like a lot of times you're kind of squirrely, but I feel like today I am... You think I'm squirrely? Okay, no. On that Instagram poll, when people voted, like, who is who, it was actually incredibly divided. Some people saw me as more of, like, the spiritually free one, and then and then some people saw you as more of the spiritually free one. But which is really funny is that overall the results were that you are the more kind of freewheeling <laughs> crazy one <laughs> oh it stopped because she's like i have to be careful how i i phrase this to Amanda. like tiptoe on it yeah and apparently i'm the one who's more strategic in my spirituality which i guess is true that is true i guess so but i'm more free than yeah. you are then you're in a different place with your spiritual true okay fine you fully embraced it Mm. like to the point that it's your profession Mm -hmm. god that like scares the shit out of me so like clearly i haven't embraced that aspect yeah i'm 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 dipping my toe in yeah you're doing fine (laughs) i'm gonna push you into the pool (laughs) if you listen to our last episode you Oh, she already is. Yeah, it's that was fun. Anyway, um, <laughs> why are you pissing me off again? What was I pissed off about? Oh, I think it's because of how I said hello. Yeah, you know, you're pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> I just said because of how I say hello, and that pissed you off. Like, think about that for a sec. Because you're saying hello correctly, so Ava's ear. No, she said hello because she doesn't want to say hello like that anymore, and I think it's. I love it. It's consistent. It's who we are. It welcomes me. Okay, you know what? Fine. We can put a poll out. No, I don't even care. Because Amy just wants Fine, right? Fine. I'm putting a poll. I will do a poll. Do a poll. I would do it. And if you think it's annoying. It's not annoying. It's annoying. It's not annoying. We're just. You're annoying. We know. <laughs> you're annoying. We're going nowhere. Oh, my God. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to talk about ghosts, but instead we're both basically <laughs> acting like children and stomping our feet on who's right and who's wrong. Okay. Hello, everyone. We are talking about ghosts. We are talking about low-level spirit energies. Low-level spirit energies. Now, we've sort of touched on this on previous, but for those that might be just tuning in now, mm-hmm. how would you define a low-level energy? A low-level energy, um, or quote-unquote a ghost, um, is an energy that is attached to any noun. So a person, place, a thing, or even an idea. 
ghost or a low level energy is the kind of closest vibration to our physical existence. And so they are, I mean, high frequency vibration can affect us as well. Um, but a ghost is more likely to engage with us to uh, in this physical form in a relatable way in that premise. So for example, lights flickering. Yeah. Right? Or sound bang. Moving things. Yeah. Um, touching you. Footsteps. Manifesting. Voices. Manifesting. Explain. Shadow figures. Okay. And uh, entities manifesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can pull energy from our physical existence. So if I um, am startled by something, um, they it's almost like they startle us on purpose because you're a battery. We're all batteries energetically. And so... Um, if I need energy to manifest, if I I draw from your energy. So sometimes they can also drain us um, in a way because they pull from our energy. You were more on the roller coaster feeling the vibration than they were pulling from your energy. Guides don't need to do that. Guides don't need to pull from your energy? Right. Okay. And uh, yeah, so they can, and also they can drain energy from electronics, uh, electricity, like lights, they can affect them, but they can also pull energy from devices and such as well so it, energetically let's say if i'm scared you know that heart rate vent, yeah. like oh my god what is that and i it, my my body is responding with energy adrenaline okay um that can also feed them so sometimes they try to make you scared so they can manifest and feed off of that energy so you can acknowledge or recognize that they're there Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like an exchange. It's way more of an exchange than we really realize. Okay. And um, my my rule with low-level, more negative attachments or energies is if you feed it, it grows. Right. So if it's more of a negatively enforced energy who has maybe malevolent or, I don't want to say evil, because <laughs> people freak out demon yeah yeah but like okay so we can talk about that in a second but like a like a malevolent energy a quote-unquote malevolent energy so something that has a negative attachment to any noun they feed off of that energy so hurting someone or making someone feel uncomfortable feeds that aspect of themselves it's like the same idea in our physical existence where you know hurt people hurt people right same idea so in like the idea of like a demon or something demonic I'm going to say it this way. This is hell. Here in the physical existence, this is hell. This is the lowest vibrational frequency. What is hell? What is eternal suffering? Living a life again and again and again that you never have an ascension. Your soul never grows. You never experience true love or pure love or you feel alone you feel suffering uh, you're sick someone say like and we experience so much pain and suffering here this is the lowest frequency of existence is this physical world there is nothing below that okay and so there's yes there is levels higher and we think of what heaven is as the highest frequency okay um, of this noble universe the highest dimension of being when we think about what the definition of hell is and if we think about a low-level spirit being bound to this physical existence so if we think about a ghost or a demon it is a manifestation of something of darkness of evil of pain and suffering that is what a demon is a demon is attached to pain and suffering 
and they can manifest in a really ugly, disgusting way to encourage that energetic exchange that feeds them. They want suffer because they feed off of suffering. They've manifest from suffering, so they want suffering. Demon aspect because it freaks me out. Why? I don't know because I feel like because I know that I have my own sort of abilities of connections that it freaks me out if yeah, I even acknowledge that. Would it be worse if I told you you already do? <laughs> like, okay, that sounds like creepy and so many forms. Like, okay, man, you. But everybody does. Oh. Everybody does. Okay, girl, for for not growing up in a religious household, you really need to shake off the demon vibe. Okay. They can't hurt you the way you think. You are always in this physical existence. So, like exorcisms, like the Catholic Church that performs exorcisms because people get possessed. Yeah, it's an attachment to a person, place, a thing, or an idea. What did I say? What did I just say? That's what I, I'm doing air quotes possession is. It's even the same idea where someone's like, oh my God, it's a poltergeist. Ugh. Do you know what a poltergeist is? No, don't. A poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> A poltergeist is a low-level energy that mostly engages with physical items. So it moves them. A poltergeist is an energy that moves things. So poltergeist, the stronger it is, again, depending on its attachment to that person, place, thing, or an idea, it can aggressively move things in a harmful way. But a poltergeist can also move things in a non-harmful way as well. It has it, it. It's figured out how to sustain energy in a way that it has enough strength to move things. Okay, this is a lot to take in. Oh. <laughs> I feel like for me, this is just like oh no big deal. It's just a different Friday. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, girl, you're trying but that's okay. Fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, in on the ghost trip, have you ever seen a low level energy before? Like re- Have you ever seen anything that's like that you would see like a, like define as like a demon or a ghost? I've seen shadows in the corners of my eyes. Lots of seen. Like I, you know, it's so weird. Like even right now, like I do think I've seen. This sounds really creepy, but like crawly, like dark crawly. I don't know why that's popping into my head, but I don't have a memory of that. But yet, I feel like maybe I do when I was little. That's fucked. You just said that. Why well, said? You, that's fucked. I said it. Then say why. You're leaving us all on a string. Because there's something. If you tell me that there's a fucking crawling person that's like right beside me right now, I'm going to literally die. Today's, today's recording that she's not going anywhere in the direction that's like in my head. It's not on the ground. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm having so much fun today. Because I just think that, like, I know. Okay, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm over this. <laughs> it's not. It's not. How is, but how is it under? Like, how? You're, we're supposed to be talking about ghosts, and now we're talking about twins, ghosts, and like. Well, we're talking about ghosts, which is a low-level energy, and I'm also explaining how the people do the association with demons. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but then at the same time, so now you just said, by the way, Amanda, yes, there's some low-energy demon-like figure. I didn't say that. Well, it's not. By your birth, like, I was going to say virtually, but basically, like, mind reading, I feel like almost like, hey, that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And also, you came into the office and you were like, oh, it's such good energy. It does. It feels really nice yeah. here today. But you want to know why? Because it feels open. Okay, wait. So how does good energy and then demon-like crawling things equal good? 
Why does it have to be good or bad? OMG. Why? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, that doesn't make any freaking sense. I feel, like, I feel like I'm just so fast today. I feel like the sessions are just... I keep calling them sessions. It's like I'm talking like I'm having a therapy session. <laughs> a spiritual life. Anyway, so spirit can manifest in many different forms. The end. Podcast over. <laughs> but wait, like, but like, but don't you just not even want to engage and acknowledge that? Like, I just don't even want to. Why would you want to acknowledge a negative entity? Why do you have to be open to embrace it all? Why can't you just be open to be like, hey man, if you want to come say hi to me, like, this is where I'm at. If you want to come say hi to me, you're welcome to say hi to me. I have rules, just like I have rules with people I let in my life, right? Like, you choose the people that you surround yourself with. How is that any, why does that have to be different and saying, hey, spirit, any of you are welcome to come? Well, no, no, that's that's not how it works. So you can protect yourself from certain people or energies in your life. You can have an awareness of how you will protect yourself. You could go to the grocery store. I'm like, I don't feel right about that person. I'm just, whatever. Like it can be at any moment, any opportunity. You have an awareness of protecting yourself. The spirit world is the same. I walk into the grocery store. There's hundreds of people that I'm encountering who are some of them might be evil bad people who are picking out carrots who cares like we don't know always but we also have to understand how to protect ourselves from situations as well like life isn't about you know blissfully skipping through unscathed good and bad exist in all things everywhere and that includes spirit having attachments to what we are physically bound by well my ki- my kids play sports actually just and when you play high level sports, different activities, kids go to different tournaments or they have different events, etc. Just like going to the mall. Yeah, yeah. Really? Whatever. People everywhere. So my daughter had a volleyball tournament this weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so, so you're going to mm-hmm. all these people. Mm-hmm. But I instantly started feeling all anxious. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll say the same. I did think of you and I was like, starting to recognize what you mm-hmm. I'm feeling more anxious, I think, because it's like there's all these people going on mm-hmm. that I also recognize it's why I can't sit still. Mm-hmm. And why, like, when I'm in large environments of things, I have to keep myself almost moving, like, the ADHD aspect. Mm-hmm. Because the moment I quiet, it's like... It starts to seep in a little. Yeah. You have to consciously open and close before those things. I close while I'm walking in. I close while I'm there. Close, 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 close. <laughs> all the time if I don't I'll I can get very uncomfortable and you know it's again it's about respecting your energetic boundaries even during my sessions after I open my a lot of your my clients will say they I get twitchy like during my sessions I get a little funny with how yeah actually in a similar fashion I do have certain twitches that kind of come through sometimes and I don't generally have that at all when I'm not reading, uh, but it's because I'm expelling energy. I'm, I'm sensitive to the energy that I'm encountering and my body's physically responding to it. It's not even something I'm aware of. And then, you know, when I close it, whoop, it's gone, like completely gone. But when I start to feel the twitchiness, I'll close immediately. I'll, I'll close again. I focus on paying attention to my feet on the ground, where I'm at. 
in the moment, um, engaging in the physical experience and not allowing spirit to pull me out of that experience. Because, yeah, I mean, how you do life when you're spiritually sensitive or highly insensitive person in those types of scenarios. But yeah, my daughter, I, we, we have cheer competitions. Sensory overload is a little too much for me. Um, and I have to really just like keep myself like grounded Otherwise, you just fly off the rails and then you're not honoring your energy and you're not honoring the energy of the people there too. Like some people aren't ready to be told certain things or also it's inappropriate. Like, you know, so I could just sit there and be like this, that, blah, blah, and I could let it overwhelm me. But it's about having those spiritual boundaries and it's like relationships like you mentioned, but even low level spirits, just because I can perceive them doesn't mean I say, hey, yeah, be my best friend. I'm aware that it's there. I also know how to remove them. Generally, when I do a home visit or home clearing, they hide on me. I find them. I know where they are. When I walk in the house, I know where they are already because I can feel their energy in the space. My vibration, my energy, my soul contract with spirit dictates the type of energy that I work with. And my job as a medium, my role is to remove it, let it release its purpose to me, let it be heard, and then allow it to use my light to move on. They can manifest in in ways that can make you feel uncomfortable or meant to scare you on purpose. But like a lot of the times the way they manifest has a lot to do with how they can affect you physically or what they feel bound by as well. And so there's kind of like a lot of layers to how they present themselves, which also reflects on the individual that they might be bound to or the space that they might be bound to as well. They can't hurt you when you honor your energy. They can't hurt you when you are trusting in your guides to preserve you and keep you safe and keep you protected. They can't. They absolutely cannot. It's only when we lose control of our energetic vibration that they can suck on leech on our fears, our doubts, and so on. Because again, if you feed it, it grows. And so, you know, a lot, an example of a lot of these like ghost hunting shows, right? Some, some people go in and actually intentionally will try to, and I hate it when they do this, instigate you know, aggression or like, you know, with that energy, like like this type of energy to, I mean, influence a response that they can record or whatever, speak to later, which I get because they need to have content and, you know, but at the same time, it's so disrespectful. It's so icky to me when, when we do that, because there's other ways to engage with spirit. I feel, yeah. And you're going to leave. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're just going to leave, but you're leaving behind like a mess. Mm-hmm. And if anybody else is coming in, you just made it even worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's disrespectful. Like it's just and, you know, it's it's also disrespectful to your own energy. Like it's just it's not kosher, in my opinion, like spiritually speaking. It's one thing that we also have to respect is that the low level energy, even if it's quote unquote, like in a demonic place actually represents something it's attached to a person place a thing or idea it's manifested from something that needs to be looked at it's not evil if we understand that it serves a purpose somehow oh god i've had some amazing experiences removing energies from some people's homes it's been beautiful and seemingly really ugly at the beginning but they end up being powerful it's even when i think of experiencing death of someone just like a and i've said this before like when you have birth Mm -hmm. they're both equally beautiful Mm -hmm. when you experience and when you're i i use the word fortunate where a lot of people do not think fortune when 
we're fortunate when you experience death mm-hmm. of a loved one. Of course, there's circumstances, situations that come into play, but I think when they're like at peace and they come to that at peace moment, mm-hmm. um, if you're fortunate to to witness or be a part of that, it is a very beautiful thing. I mean, I think, and that's, I think that's why I just don't like the word ghost because because people believe ghost is one thing, you know? For spiritually curious people that are like, ooh, a ghost, fun, ooh, ghost hunting, woo, and like, yeah, for sure. But also I kind of feel bad for the energy and that like they're real things that we we disassociate. Like we think ghost is something like outside of us, right? Like it's like this external thing. But like what would it be if like it was a a man who was just looking for his wife in his house? Like what if it was just that? That's kind of it humanizes it a little bit more. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so when we talk about ghosts, you know, you hear about standing when you pass on, mm-hmm. you review your life's journey. You do. So learning to see, did you, I always say life is about lessons. Mm-hmm. And we each have our own lessons. And sometimes if you don't learn the lesson that you're meant to, you kind of have to come back and so by no means am I some expert over here, but like I guess I sort of sometimes get confused on like, well, if you're reviewing and that's what happens, but then how are you? St- I would say it's a combination of both things. It's you do a self reflection aspect, but then you go, I'm not done. I still feel I need to do this. They need to hear that. I can't let that go. This is such a big part of me. And they can kind of proceed to, it's it's almost like they make a choice through the idea of going, no, but I, I need this still. And sometimes the, the uh, process of passing on can also be something that our souls are resistant to. So yes, there's a there is an there is a level of self reflection regardless of your spiritual resistance to it, but some people still don't even understand that maybe they have passed on. It's an interesting dynamic that that one can experience based off of their readiness level. I've encountered energies that were sick for a long time and just couldn't just no I'm refusing you know to move on or I've had energies that have passed instantly without any warning that are like whoa 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 wait hold on no 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 (laughs) either scale like it really doesn't matter it's about the individual soul's journey their physical bounds and what they feel connected to and kind of the process of that transition and it's very common for spirit to I don't want to say get stuck either but to how they choose to experience themselves, whether or not if they transition to more of a low level attachment or not, that is part of their soul's journey. It is, it does matter, even though it might seem seemingly sad or something. It's, it's not, it, it, it all matters as it pertains to their journey. Well, on that note, okay, bye everyone. <laughs> What's that one? The closing. Bye. Bye everybody.